quarantine, you know the vibes. Zoom. ASYSM flowing, you taking out quarantine questions, episode seven. Yeah. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul. What's good, y'all? We got YSM flow in the building, virtually, of course. Here for the quarantine questions on Rap TV, and I'm your host, Pro the Goat. What's good, bro? How's it going, man? What up with you, man? You know what's going on? Hey, just taking shit easy for real. Sticking this quarantine shit. Bet, bet, bet. By the way, man, congratulations on the new crib you just bought. It's like an investment property, right? Yeah, like, I feel like before, like, I go splurging. I wanna, I wanna wait till I'm like 18 or 19 for it to go splurge. Like I wanna let it stack for a little bit. True, true. Are you gonna like flip it or rent it out or? Yeah, I'm. Um, I I bought the house to flip it. This is just our first one. Like me and my mom, and then my, my pops be working on this one. But we plan on buying like plenty more. And uh, like for real, we I got another business. I'm about to start up a property preservation business. And then me and my mom working on buying a house for um. Like kid, I mean for um like for the being women and stuff, how they take them to the uh, safe houses and stuff. Oh, that's okay. it. Yeah, we working on getting one of them too. So like, it's a lot of shit we doing for real. Bad congratulations, bro. And also, you just dropped Flow Season last month, and that's going crazy, right? What's been the reception of, from your fans on it? Uh, for real, like everybody was telling me that was that is definitely a classic. Yeah. Um, I got some videos dropping off that. I got the nobody really know nobody know right now, but the run it up video about to drop on Friday. Bet. And then two weeks after that, I'm gonna drop a prescription video. And then two weeks after that, I'm gonna just start the um, I'm about to just start dropping shit every two weeks on YouTube. Bet, no doubt. And then you also dropped bad vibes with Lil TJ a little while ago. How'd y'all link up for that? Um, I actually linked up with Lil TJ a few times, but. When we actually got the song, we wasn't together when it was um, made. I had made my, I had made the song originally in Cali, and YSN Jail was on it. And then, hey, get off the shit. And then, um, like three weeks later, my A and R from Republic called me. I was like, hey, we about to get TJ on the song. I was like, but and do you have another music video dropping soon? You gonna have one for that or not, or prescription or? Um, I might have a little animation video drop for um Bad Vibe, but the next video I plan on dropping is um definitely prescription. And then after that, I got like a little thing I'm doing where I'm gonna just drop on drop videos on YouTube every two weeks, but they ain't gonna be like no regular YouTube music videos. Like at the beginning, I'm gonna have like a 30 second like motivational speech to like get to the youth and the teens and like just anybody who could for real connect. Bad, bad man, that's what's up. That's what's up, bro. And, um, you know, since this is your official quarantine interview, you know, we got to ask you, what have you been doing during the lockdown, bro? Like, clearly you outside right now. <laughs> Man, for real, I've just been trying to work. Like, I just, for real, just because quarantine happening don't mean the money going to stop. Facts. It's facts. always where they make money. So I've been out here every day just trying to get something done, something new every day. Bet. And right now, you're, are you 16 right now or you already turned 17? Uh, I'm 16 right now. I turn 17 next January, so I got a while. I mean, shit, let's take it back a little bit then, even a few years ago. Uh, back to when, you know, your name was K-Flow, and then it was Lil Flow, and you switched it all up. All right, so, yeah. Um, so, at first, my rap name was K-Flow with an H, and it was K-F-L-O-H. And, like, as I just started, like, growing and going up on the music side, I just started to, like, change my rap name a lot because like I really didn't know what I want because I didn't know what sounded hard 
And to be honest, I really don't know how I came up with YSM flow, but it just happened. And everybody was fucking with it, so I just stuck with it because as I started to grow, that's what niggas was calling me. And it stands for Young Successful Navigation, right? Yeah, because it, it was Young Successful Niggas, but then everybody was wearing the merch in school and shit. And so, uh, like, they was making niggas take it off since it was Young Successful Niggas, so I changed to Young Successful Navigation. True, true, true. And uh, and your immediate squad is YSN J.O., YSN Orr, and YSN Marlo. Did you get inspired by the YBN crew or the ASAP Mob crew with the names and stuff? Um, For real, I ain't even really, like, get inspired by, like, nobody when it comes to, like, the music side. Because, like, I never really even, like, was real big into listening to music and shit. So, like, when my name came up, YSN wasn't even going to be a group, but then that's what, like, all my niggas was like, all right, but we might as well just make this shit a group and stick together. So that's just what happened. Like, it wasn't really, like, no shit that we planned on happening. Facts, facts. And usually with, like, groups like TDE and ASAP Mob, there's the first main rapper that blows up, right? Which, in this case, would be, like, you. And then there's always, like, a second one that comes up after them that they start promoting. So what would you say, or who would you say is the next one up from YSN? Um, uh, for real, I won't really say it's the next one up, because only time can tell anything can happen. Music always change. But right now, like, I feel like we all really up. It ain't no really such thing as next time. You got to make your spot. Mm-hmm. So everyone's kind of working on their own music at the same time? Yeah, like, we all just really trying to make make a way in. Like, we don't really want to wait. I don't really like the, like, next up thing, because, like, I feel like there's no such thing as next up, because there's no such thing as waiting. You got to make shit happen. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And you also said when you first met YSM Marlo, y'all used to chill after school and stuff a lot, right? Yeah. Did y'all record too or no? Um, well, to be honest, Marlo was rapping before me. Marlo got me to like start rapping because he had a studio in his house and his dad used to be a rapper. And so that nigga was, um, he had a studio in his house. So I just go over there and watch him record. Then eventually I just hopped on my shit. And his dad was a rapper? Like, do we know his rap name or any songs of his? That nigga name was D Streets. You probably won't be able to find him. Okay. 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 <laughs> and and I know that I know whenever you talk about like your old songs and stuff, bro, you're always like, Oh yeah, that was garbage or that was trash or whatever. Is there any one of your old songs that you consider like a classic that you're like, you know what, that's timeless? Hey, for real, I I don't know because like none of the music I drop I like. Like, Not a single that, one? You don't got one? It'd be shit that I, like, liked at the time, but then, mm-hmm. like, as I start to, like, keep going, like, the shit just gets shitty to me because I'm getting so much better, and, like, every time I record, it's just some better in me. Like, the shit I... Like, I probably got, like, 400-something songs and my new shit to blow my old shit out the water. That's why I really don't like none of my old music. Bet, bet. And, um, and it's actually interesting to me because some people don't even know this about you, but you actually, you've gotten locked up before. What was, what would you say was the worst part about being in jail? Uh, just fucking going through, going, nobody like, like just, just knowing the worst part was definitely walking in the court with them shackles on and having to see my parents. But other than that, going. Okay. Okay, and can and can you explain for the people that don't know what KSR is? Uh, KSR is when you is get put into like a um twenty three hour lockdown, so you in your cell for twenty three hours a day, and you would only get an hour to come out. You can't even look outside yourself. Like they put magnets over your windows and shit, oh, so you literally like an animal in a cage. 
Damn. And I, and I actually think this is an interesting story that a lot of people don't know, too. But can you talk a little bit about that one dude that had the journal in jail with your name written all over it saying he was going to kill you? Man, niggas, out, niggas just out here in the suburban city just weird. Like, when I went in there, like, it was a nigga I didn't even know of. Like, I knew nothing about him, but, like, I heard about him type shit because niggas always be like, oh, this nigga don't fuck with you. But he stayed in jail. And so when I got there, he, um... We all, like, meeting up at the table and shit. And so when we sit down, niggas just telling me, like, hey, this nigga don't fuck with you. This nigga got a journal talking about how he's going to kill you and shit. Everybody telling me. So then the nigga get to talking. Boom, down. One of the niggas in the jail actually snitched. And so he got KSR. Oh, shit. And so he knew about you beforehand, right? Yeah. Like, as soon as I walked in there, everybody was like, oh, there he is, boys. He wasn't trying to fight you? No, it was, bro, it was sweet in that bitch for real, like. Niggas be making jokes and like it's just hell. That shit's sweet for real. It's just not. It's just boring. It's just boring, right? You just be chilling and shit. And then out here, our um JDC is a max security, so like it's no way for a fight to even happen because they make us all like come out one at a time, walk on the wall one at a time. Like it ain't no way any shit can happen. Oh okay, well shit. I'm glad you're out that bitch. But um, but shit. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the lyrical lemonade summer smash. What was it like to perform on a big stage? Uh, that was definitely, like, one of the craziest experiences in my life. I definitely want to do that shit again. Because, like, for one, so many new people got hip to me. And then, like, just the energy I was getting from, from the fans, like, that shit really just, like, made me feel like I'm getting what I worked for. You ain't get nervous in such a big crowd? No, I don't really ever get nervous. Okay, was that the biggest crowd you performed in front of? Yeah, that was definitely the biggest crowd. At first, actually, like, before before shows and shit, I'd be nervous. But, like, once I'm on stage, it just be cool because I know, like, they going to fuck with me because I ain't no shitty nigga, and I know what I'm doing. And they know the words to your songs and shit, too, right? That probably, like, makes it easier. So that should be fun for real. Like, and I know they fuck with me. Like, I'd be, yeah, this shit's just fun for real. But, and you get a chance to meet Cole Bennett and maybe talk about doing a music video with him? No, I never in my life have talked to Cole Bennett. Never. I, I, I didn't even see him at the show. Didn't his people's book you for the show or no? Well, that was a different way. I Yeah, I had got... No, I didn't get booked for the show when I got there. um, I was with... I had pulled up with my management team. And then we sitting there because I was fucking with United Masters back then. And I was sitting under their tent. And that's when mm-hmm. Chopper was fucking with him too. And so Chopper had came over there. And then um, the United, her name was Toyan. She was like, can um, flow open up for you, Chopper? And he was cool with it. So it was just straight. Okay, cool. And some people don't know this either, but before you actually got on the big stage, you were on the side stage at first and you blew out the whole speaker, right? What happened? Damn, nigga, you know everything. <laughs> I had jumped off stage and I was trying to jump back on. And when I jumped back on, my dumb ass put the mic right next to the speaker and it just blew that bitch out. <laughs> Damn, but I mean, shit. Then you got to go on the big one with uh, the big stage with N- with NLE Chopper and ended up working out even better, right? So um, yeah, yeah. I feel like everything really be happening for a reason. Like God just makes shit happen for a reason. That shit ain't happen for no reason. Facts, man. Facts. You got a whole new group of people that you know what I mean to get to know you off of that too. For sure. And I want to talk about this real quick, too. So apparently there was like a little incident where Lil Mosey got mad because you had a tent and he didn't have a tent. And then there was like some static about that. Like, what happened with that? Nah, I don't got beef with no rapper. 
So y'all squashed that? Yeah, it ain't. It wasn't no. You feel me? It was just some little shit. Oh, okay. True. And um, and another thing I wanted to ask you too. Did you ever find out who Clee Snippet was leaking all your songs and shit? Hell no. But look though. <laughs> I ain't really even, I wasn't even mad. Like, I ain't really give a fuck when he um, dropped all them because them were songs I made when I was, like, 15. Like, like I told you, I, I got, like, 400 songs. Like, them bitches was old as fuck. And it was some girl that actually leaked it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know who did it, but that shit, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, I feel you. And then I also seen some of your lives, and it seems like you kind of embrace, you know, you embrace the haters, like, they kind of just hop on and talk shit, and you let them talk shit. Like, what? Like, why is that? I don't know. It just be funny that niggas always worry about the, the next person. Like, when you go to lay down in your castle, it's gonna be just you. Worry about your fucking self. Yeah, they seem to have a lot to say. They just be rambling. You know, it just be funny to me. So I just like you feel me. Want to take the time out to come fuck with me? So I'm gonna fuck with you. Yeah, I feel you. And shit, circling back to your music. Um, I saw your pitch for the Double XL Freshman 2020. I feel like it used to be such a huge deal and kind of like slowly faded out. Is it still important for you to be on the list? To be honest, like, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah? To be honest, like, I feel like I don't really, like, give a fuck about no awards and shit like that. I really just want my music to be heard for real, like. The way I'm about to start coming on the music side about to be so different. Like I, I feel like this was just like a little warm up, my whole mm -hmm. mixtape and everything, cause we got some shit planned. And shit, I remember, I remember when people used to be like, ASAP Rocky should be on the list, and he just kind of completely skipped it because he got so big so fast. Do you feel like you're kind of past that in a way? Um, I wouldn't say past it, but like, cause I don't really think I'm like past or above nobody. But like, I feel like. It's just really not a big deal. Mm-hmm. No, I feel you. Like, I niggas make you. it a bigger deal than it is. Yeah. And you also work with big producers like Murder Beats and Tate Keith. Um, do you consider when you get beats from them, like, how you approach it to be similar? Or do you feel like you have more chemistry with one of those producers over the other? Um, When it comes to producers, like, it just really comes really really come down to, like, my vibe. And the like, let's say... I'm married, I'm not trying to listen to no turned ass beats. So like I won't really say it's like no mm -hmm. chemistry with um with any like producers, but did you get a chance to work with any of them inside the studio together or no? I worked with Iceberg, um Soul Got Hits. Um that's about it. That's the only two I really worked in a stool with, like big art big producers. Okay, cool. Cause usually I feel like when artists work with producers in the studio, it helps them develop an original sound you know what i mean do you feel like you need a producer for that uh iceberg was definitely one of those like when i started recording with iceberg i came up with a whole new song that shit was hard as fuck we recorded like 10 songs one night it was like an 18 hour session bet are we gonna do we hear already some of those songs or are they coming uh, out? hell no <laughs> you passed them they're old now yeah <laughs> hell yeah and shit, MGK shouted you out too. He's from Cleveland. Would you consider him the biggest artist out the city? Or definitely, he definitely the biggest artist out the city. Like I'm forever grateful for like the good shit and the and the blessings that come to me. Mm -hmm. Have you spoken to him at all? Or I don't know. I ain't never spoke with him. Mm -mm. Okay, cool. And I remember seeing that you wanted to do a song with Juice World before, like last year, I think. Um, how how did his passing affect you? Um, it was like. 
I don't know, it, it had hurt me for real, but like I wasn't one of them to go on like social media and go show it. Mm-hmm. Because like that was definitely like a big ass inspiration. Okay. And I also remember seeing that um some of the artists coming up that inspired you too at the time were like artists like Six Nine and then he went to jail and that whole thing happened. Do you feel like it changes the way you look at him now? No, because I never really um I wouldn't say I really even fucked with Six Nine for his music. I just fucked with his like marketing strategy for real. Mm-hmm. He just fucked with everybody. It was the the shit he was doing to make money was it was smart, but it was dumb. If you get what I'm saying, like, like yeah, you know, like he was, he was making that he was making that bankroll though off of, but it was dangerous. For sure, I feel like if he sure. wasn't fucking with if he wasn't fucking with them people, then he probably wouldn't. Have, it probably wouldn't even been a snitch scenario. But now that he snitched, like I just don't fuck with him. Yeah, I feel you. And at the same time, it's like he kind of needed the backing from them to be able to get on and talk all that shit because he knew he was getting backed by like an For actual sure. gang and stuff. So yeah, there's good. You know what I mean? It is what it is. But shit, I mean, I'm actually curious to know because you're from the new generation, and I'm just curious to know uh, what would you like? Who would you consider to be the top five greatest rappers of all time, in your opinion, Bruh. Like real shit, bro. Me, NBA Young Boy, Polo G, the baby, and Melvani, straight up. Okay, and you you're saying like greatest of all time, not even just right now. Oh, like oh, of all time, bro. I don't got no list. I don't. I never really paid attention to music. What was the earliest rappers you listened to growing up? If you can remember. Fuck, Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce? <laughs> no, I ain't gonna fake though. My mom and dad used to play, you know, the old head. They used to play that shit on the uh, early early morning, bump that 50 Cent and shit. So like, okay. I know about it, you feel me? So the Get Richard I Tryin' album or like PIMP and all that shit? I don't know about none of that shit. <laughs> Hell Do no. you remember, you remember any 50 Cent song? What's the earliest no. 50 Cent song? Damn. No, Tupac, I, I fucked Dear Mama. Uh, my okay. mom used to love that shit. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, that shit hard. True, true. And um, shit, last but not least, we got a game that we play with every single person that comes on at the end of the interview. Um, All of our guests. You ready to play it? Come on. All right, so it's called Smash or Dash, right? And this is just a hypothetical situation. Assuming that everybody's single, Um, I'm going to give you a list of names, all right? You just tell me Smash all or right, Dash. Bet. All right, bet. Let's get it. <laughs> So uh hey, he talk about smash or pass. <laughs> so first one, first one is Adam 22's girlfriend, Lena the plug. Smash. I'm dogging that shit. Next. I bet uh Black China. I don't know, she be on go. She didn't fuck too many rappers. I'm cool. You cool off her? Yeah. So you passing that? Pass. All right. What about uh Asian doll? Oh, I'm cracking that shit. <laughs> Y'all niggas ain't hitting like what? Y'all niggas ain't smashing Asian dog. <laughs> what? All right, so all right. Next up, we got Malu. Cracking that. Yeah, shit. I ain't gonna fake. I need that one. Smash. <laughs> all right, bet. And um, last but not least, we got Oprah Winfrey. Nah. <laughs> I'm smashing though. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Feel me? I'm smashing. Shit, she got money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, thanks for playing the game, dude. Like, honestly, you seem like you seem like a really cool, chill dude. Uh, can you tell us, you know, what you got coming up? What we, we should be on the lookout for? 
Um, for real, for real. Be on the lookout all the time, cause like I just said, I'm about to start dropping. Bet. But like nothing is specific right now, though. Bet. And when are we getting Want Beef 3.0? There's no such thing. I thought you was gonna work on it. No, there's no such thing. Damn. Okay. Letting a lot of people down right now. But uh, you got you got a mixtape with Lakel coming or not? Nah? Um, no, we don't got a mixtape, but we definitely got some shit dropping. He actually just DM'd me a little bit ago. Okay, bet. He was about to post our video on Instagram. I forgot what, to send it to him. What video? We 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 shot this video to one of these songs, one of the songs we made. Um, it was just a little video inside the stool, and he told me to send it to him. I forgot. What was it called? It's called um, it's called Love Me More. Like down. No, I love you more when you be fucking me down. Okay, but and y'all shot like an in-studio video to that? Yeah, it was, it's just a little short clip, though. It ain't the full song. It's just on Instagram. But and I knew you blew up off of that flexing song. What was the song before that? That was the actual spark. Running up this guap for sure. It was a song called Running Up This Guap. Okay, and then it was the flexing joint, and then it was Want Beef, right? Hell yeah. Bet bet. And we also did an interview with uh Bankroll Hayden, and he's got that song Brothers with Lakel. All three of y'all should get on a track for real. I fuck with Bankroll Hayden Heavy. I ain't never, like, talked to him. I ain't never hit him up, but I fuck with him Heavy. Yeah. And uh, would you do a song with Lil Blurry? Yeah. Y'all cool? Yeah, I don't got no problem with him. Bet, bet, bet. And um, is there anything you want to say to your supporters? Hey, I love y'all. Keep your hands up, for real. Bet, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. All right, bet. So this has been Quarantine Questions, and I'm your host, Proto Goat. I know, I know that you say uh, people use the word goat too much. Is it cool if I use your word for a little bit, just for this one yeah. time? All right, yeah. all right. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it again. You know, it's your boy Pro the Hero, and you know uh, what's going on? <laughs> you already know. And uh, this is Rap TV. Um, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more interviews coming up every single Wednesday and Fridays at 9 a.m. in LA time and 12 noon East Coast time. And uh, let's give it up one more time to the young legend YSN Flow in the building. Thank you all. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you, bro. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul.